So we're gonna be calling Shannon Hyde. Downey, oh, this is your team. <laughs> please meet us at Dairy Queen. We miss you, Downey. Please. <laughs> My name is Shannon Hyde, and I'm ready to be your junior class president. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of The Shannon Show. We are here today. I've been out for a couple weeks. Been uh, just kind of relaxing on summer break since I was done with my school year. I'm hoping to get back on a regular upload schedule. So if anyone out there wants to come on the show, I'm always looking for guests or someone you know. Uh, come on, talk about military kid things, uh, spread awareness, some of the challenges we faced, and have a good time as always telling our stories, which is why I have today... The great Joshua Jackson is joining the podcast. We had his brother on before uh, for a little panel preposterous, but uh, Josh, all about you, my man. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, just living life. Yeah. We were talking a little bit. You said you're in Missouri now uh, doing Air Force things. So tell me, how how's that going for you so far? So uh, it's going really great. Uh, Mississippi. Yeah. Mississippi. Mississippi. Oh, geez. I butchered it. The first thing, the first sentence. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. I'm <laughs> those two up like before I came here and so mm -hmm. it's going really great though uh I'm enjoying it all in all uh a lot of really good experiences and a lot of good people here yeah uh, but I mean uh I definitely enjoyed a lot I'm ready to get out of here and mm -hmm. go to my first duty, duty station back in Oklahoma so oh in Oklahoma and you said that's where your family is at least yeah yeah so I'll be right near a family which will be nice mm-hmm what are you looking to do in the Air Force? Do you know already? Like, I, I, how far along are you in this process? Are you going to school or? Yeah, so right now um, I'm in tech school or tech training, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. It's basically like an MOS school for Marine Corps. Gotcha. Um, just learning about my job, learning how to, mm -hmm. I guess for me, I'm doing cyber system operations. So it's kind of just mm -hmm. maintaining servers, maintaining. Um, That's cool like, stuff, man. Yeah, I know. It's, it's pretty, it's interesting. I honestly, I didn't think I would enjoy it that much. And then I got here, started learning about it and it's been a real blast. I, I really uh, give props to my instructors, first of all, for putting up, yeah. but it's, it's been, a, it's been a good time. How long have you been there uh, so far? Um, so I've been here about three months, I want to say. Uh, mm -hmm. So not too long. I think we were supposed to be here four months um but we graduate or we're gonna graduate early next week so yeah i'm always amazed by the military just how fast they teach people things like compared to like like colleges and high schools it seems like there's so much like uh picking around that goes on at college with the military they, they get you guys ready to go and you it seems like you got your stuff down and i'm glad you're enjoying it too i know i know that's a big part of it because oh, yeah. um you know this is, this is our lives now we, we can't just be unhappy out here josh we can't be that's not acceptable you need to be living everything all. to the fullest so, but um, what 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 made you want to join the Air Force? I know you grew up a military kid. Obviously, your dad was Marine Corps, right? Yeah, he was. Yep, same here. So, was that a big uh, influence on you for wanting to join as well? Um, so I would say yes. I mean, I wanted to be like my dad, you know, serve the country. Um, yeah, benefits is a plus for sure. Of course. Um, yeah. but yeah, I would say my dad definitely influenced me um, into making the right decision. I feel like mm -hmm. Air Force definitely. Uh, I, I watched your podcast. I've seen a few. I of appreciate them. that. Yeah. You know, I try and do my best, to support, uh, you know, my Kubi, my fellow. Very kind. Um, and yeah, I think it was with, uh, Rial and Max. Rial and Max. Yeah. yeah. Great guys, yeah. by the way. I really enjoyed having them. Yeah. yeah no, they're great. Uh, mm -hmm. but yeah, I was watching that and I definitely agree. You know, they were saying Air Force, you kind of get a little bit more, mm -hmm. Um, quality of life, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't that's from what I've heard as well. That's what I've heard. 
Um, yeah. I've just, just from my perspective, like learning, because I have a lot of people come on and like explain their boot camp experiences. And um, it's, I find interesting just how different each one is. And it also depends on the person. I think it's a lot of your mindset going into it. Obviously, like I said, all from the outside, I haven't done any of this. I have so much respect for you guys for serving the country and going going through these experiences. But on the Air Force, it does seem like the way to go. As in, it's not, it's, I can give myself an opinion. I don't want to say anything bad about certain branches, but it's just whenever you are raised in the Marine Corps, you kind of believe that the Marine Corps is better than the others. I'm not sure if that was just me, but then the Air Force, it's, it's not far behind and everything's a lot nicer. It seems like they got a lot more money. It seems like quality of life, much better. Um, so yeah, I, I can totally see why you went that direction. Yes, sir. My dad, yeah, uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say my dad also, he was, uh, pretty big. He actually supported me, um, doing the Air Force instead of Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. He was like, he was like, yeah, don't go Marine Corps quality of life <laughs> yeah. i treat you like crap and i'm like all right that's all i needed to hear right exactly like so, the, so you can acknowledge that but also have like pride in whatever branch your family's in it doesn't matter we're all in the military it's fine, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. We're, all, we're on the same team um <laughs> so silly i saw that um jared got married actually is that right yeah he did that's um, a big deal bro congrats yeah, to him yeah yeah no, it's your a huge deal uh i've been talking to him a lot recently and so he's doing mm -hmm. great and uh, he's actually holding on to my car for me while I'm here. And so while the gas price oh. is going up, you know, that's been good for him. <laughs> yeah. You know, fuel economy in my car is pretty good. But, there you go. Yeah. So he's holding on to your car for you and I'm holding on to a sweatshirt for you. So I think it's about the same. If you, if you remember, I'll, I'll bring it, I'll bring it back tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. yeah okay. <laughs> I removed it. That was the thing. Yep. Yes. Um, that's on me. I feel like uh, held held on to that for quite a while. In fact, I never gave it back. But it was much appreciated. It was it was cold in Korea. I needed one. It was it was. And honestly, just um, bring back tomorrow. We'll call it even. <laughs> Sounds great, John. You know what? It's only been like four or five years, but we'll just we'll call it a wash. We'll just say you know what? Everything's fine. That's great. Exactly. Yeah. Good for my end, definitely. <laughs> um. So so big news out of the island of Okinawa. Um. One of our. Uh. I'm not sure if she was a mentor, but she was, she was our school nurse, Josh. Big news came out that she had been arrested with her husband. Nurse Holly was smoking that gas. I don't know how this happened. A school nurse should know a little bit better. Do you have a hot take on this? So I actually, oddly enough, I saw something about that and I read into yes. it. And I'm like, there's no way this was our nurse at Kubasaki. Like she sure was nice, so friendly. Mm -hmm. And I was like, she just got caught with it at her house. And I'm like... <laughs> Well, to clarify, you can be nice and friendly and still smoke. Like, I feel like oh. you can, there, there's some. Most definitely, you can. Not exclusive. But, but um, I'm, yeah, crazy. Yeah. For a dog's teacher, I mean, like, that's just not usual. No, you don't see that ever. And I think that you just don't really take that risk. I mean, I'm sure there's some teachers who, who do that. But the fact that, I mean, the Stars and Stripes article came out May 19th. Her house was raided by local police because a tip came in that she she had cannabis and mm -hmm. they found it so really my big concern is like how did you get caught like how did who's who's reporting you that's just and she was living in chiton so she's off base like so many teachers and that's just not something you want to get caught with in a foreign country i mean maybe she had like a whole i mean i'm not gonna throw any teachers under the bus go maybe ahead she, like <laughs> you know had a whole group of teachers you know and they were just you know after school good mm -hmm. the little creek area and just kind of go Ooh. you know 
And then I, maybe there was a falling out, and then one of the teachers snitched on Holly. I can maybe. definitely see that. Her, oh no. my goodness. There's a hierarchy to this. I mean, have you seen the whole uh, the Brittany Griner thing? She's a women's basketball player who's in Russia. She tried to oh. sneak a, I think it was a, a vape or something. Mm -hmm. I don't want to butcher it, but this is far less um, consequential than betraying poor Nurse Holly's situation. But yeah, you just, you don't bring um, drugs into a foreign country. It's just a big no-no. I think it has been for a long time. So, I mean, that's a, it's a good way to get into trouble quickly. Yeah. But a lot of people loved her, and um, I hope I hope the best for her. And yeah, I do thank her. She always gave me ice when I needed it, and uh, that's about that's about it. That's all that a high school nurse does. What do they do anyways? Uh, I think she called my mom one time. You know, I was like, <laughs> hey, can I go home? I'm not feeling. She was like, yeah, let me call your mom. For you. Exactly. So she's just like your get out of class free card was the nurse's office, and you like take a nap in there. I don't know. But um, I guess I appreciated what she did, what she did, what she did, keeping track of our physicals and stuff like that. Um, Josh, we have to talk about, we're going to get to it eventually, so might as well get into it now. But our freshman year, that's when we had some classes together. I'd say that's when I saw you most, most often throughout the school days. And um, most importantly, we played on a varsity sports team together. And whenever you say that, it you wouldn't think that it would be the worst Dodea team ever like that's just not something you would assume but that is something that we shared that is and uh i mean mm -hmm. I would say it was a very um bonding moment you know uh, i'd say good old yeah. Doughboy and uh shortstop shannon <laughs> you know Doughboy, that was such a that that nickname was disrespectful like at the time like it was like it was like funny but like come on like that's a tough break i mean you know i've changed a little bit i'm good now i'm not done yeah <laughs> boy after hitting some crunches you know i mean yeah, good. look at you um yeah so what do you remember from joining that team or the early days what made you want to play baseball with those guys i'm not gonna lie a free career trip i was like, there it is yep mm -hmm. i figured i know yeah i was like i uh, heard coach tor kind of you know stuff happened uh the <laughs> team left with him um <laughs> And then uh, they all started their own like, group thing, Okie Boys. And uh, I was like, well, if I want to go to Korea, why not just uh, go to the baseball team? So Yeah, so that's a big part of this because, I mean, if you're someone who doesn't go to Dodea school, a Korea trip is not even in your mind when it comes to joining a baseball team. But for us, it was a guarantee, which is kind of crazy. We didn't have to qualify. We didn't have to play to a certain level. We just went to Korea no matter what. And, um, yeah, a lot of guys on the team took advantage of that, mostly seniors. Um, I'm pretty sure a vast majority of that team was seniors. I did a whole breakdown on this, by the way. I did mm -hmm. post um, a deep rewind on this team. And it was just a shit show from start to end, Josh. We were the worst, like a disgrace to ever touch that field. I couldn't believe how bad we were. There were zero years of varsity baseball experience on that team. Not a single year. No one had ever done this before. And we all just throw on our hats and helmets and mitts, and we just went out there, and magic did not happen. Not at all. I think I want to say, quote me if I'm wrong, or mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I don't think we scored at all the whole season. Maybe some in the the Far East tournament, but I don't think we scored besides that. And uh, that is that is correct. In fact, we um, the month of April, which all of our regular season games were before Far East, before we went to Korea. We were outscored 102 to nothing in one month. I the didn't know first, 
It was that bad. The first game of the season, we lost 29 to 0 to Kadena. Now, granted, that was the most people in the stands I have ever seen for a Kubizaki baseball game. Everyone came out to watch. We had so many seniors, which means lots of friends, lots of people who cared about the team. But once they saw the quality of the baseball, I think they left pretty early. Yeah, I would not doubt it. No, not at all. You were playing first base um, for a lot of the year, especially after our other first baseman got drug busted. Um, whoa. <laughs> I'm, did, you, did you learn anything baseball-wise or anything that you could take away from that moving forward in life? Um, <laughs> just a good question. Uh, no, not really. No. <laughs> no. I think I just... I. Uh... I learned how to trash talk a little bit better. I think that was about it. Oh, um, yeah. Dude, that is so true. That is so – those guys, um, I couldn't say that. Antonio, Omar, no. uh, Jayton, those were some of the funniest guys I've Danny. ever been with. Don't forget Danny. Danny. They called him a chihuahua. Um, no. Keaton was on that team. And, yeah, they could trash talk like it was nothing. And you wouldn't expect that from a team so bad. But um, – yeah, they trash talked a lot. And like I said, 102 to nothing in the month of April. We played only five games and gave up 102 runs. And most of those games would be mercy rule, so we didn't even finish them. Yeah. So that tells you all about that. I think that just for us, because we were freshmen, it's really just a strange experience um, getting thrown into that. I mean, I know we volunteered, but just having that. I was embarrassed, certainly, sometimes to be a part of that team. And that's not, you don't really need extra embarrassment when you're a freshman. Uh, you kind of embarrass yourself on your own enough, at least I did. So having to be a part of that, um, I don't know, had its ups and downs, but wasn't always pretty. Yeah, not really. No, um, Josh, I have, a, I have a top five about this team. Top five most ridiculous things about 2017 Kupasaki baseball. And I want, I want, want you to hear them out for me. Because it's it's hard to pick them, but I think that it's important that people know just how ridiculous this was. Not just on the field, but off of it. Um, number five, most ridiculous thing. We had a husband and wife coaching duo. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been on a sports team before where you had a husband and wife coaching you together? No, I have not. Usually it's um, it's just some buddies getting together or, I mean, I mean teachers of that high school or, like, teachers right. of that high school. Mm-hmm. And, do you uh, have what there it started with the the sotos the sotos okay the sotos the sotos do you have any fond memories or stories with uh those coaches honestly <laughs> i tried to push them out of my brain just because <laughs> i didn't want to remember that year specifically um yeah i th i think she she gave us some sort of like snack a lot snickers right? bars josh it was snickers yeah yep. full size <laughs> yep it was like it was like either it was like a weekly thing I, mm -hmm. and it was i mean you know it, it was enjoyable loved them you know thanks for the snickers uh mrs soto's uh mrs soto but yeah um i don't know how much benefit it gave us as a team no none at all did uh you played with under bales right kubisaki football Anybody? yeah i did yeah um did he ever hand out snickers bars to you guys no usually he made us run a little bit more okay interesting interesting yeah. i guess there's just different techniques when it comes to coaching varsity sports oh, um yeah. number four most ridiculous thing that happened was josh legend has it you mistook a condom for ramen seasoning is this true because antonio tells this story to the grave you saw it in the hotel room and mm -hmm. um maybe you were looking to cook up some ramen but you should have been looking for a little bit of protection i guess 
Um, so I remember <laughs> that like it was like yesterday. And to be fair, I think I was trying to cover myself up. I think I did. Um, and it's a little embarrassing, you know, but it is what no, it is. No, no, no. It's totally fine. I was a freshman, you know? Yeah. Uh, I could have just been really hungry that night. And I was like, you know, I want some ramen. Um, but you know, it uh, was not. I can't blame you. I would have thought the same thing. I didn't know what I was looking at. Yeah. But uh, this was uh, out of our like world. Like we didn't, we didn't, uh, I don't know. I wasn't thinking about that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, Antonio, I'm glad he got a good kick out of it. And uh, yeah, he brought it. Last time I talked to him, uh, it was probably a month ago or a little bit after basic All training. Right. And um, he didn't bring it up like super directly. I mean, we were just talking and then he said something about ramen noodles and it made me think of that. And I was like, okay, <laughs> he's still He knew what he was talking about. He knew yeah. it. Yeah, he knew exactly what he was referring to. That's funny. <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, number three, most ridiculous thing is we played a game, Josh. You probably don't remember this. I didn't remember it at first either. But uh, the game only went three innings against Kadena, which means we had nine outs, three outs per inning, nine outs. Eight of our outs were strikeouts. That was, <laughs> and that was, that was the game. We struck out eight times out of our nine hitters, and someone put a ball in play and got out. But um, that was an embarrassing loss. That was on the 19th of April, 2017. Any memory of this? Um, I honestly am not going to lie. I thought most of our games ended like that. <laughs> so just knowing only one of them ended like that, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm a little bit... Uh, you that know. was that was a new low for sure. Yeah. Um, number two, Coach Soto. Um, we had a new athlete, Trey McCoy, join the team. Do you remember Trey? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah not, great guy, really nice guy. I mean, he he could trash talk. But he was also one of the nicer seniors on the team. I mean, just really enjoyed playing with him. Um, Trey didn't have the minimum number of practices to qualify for a game or Far East, one or the two. So mm-hmm. Coach Soto meets up with Trey at Taco Bell. And calls it a practice. That also happens. Um, so instead of holding a practice for this really bad baseball team, he met up with him in a Taco Bell parking lot. Uh, thoughts on that? I mean, I really just hope that they got uh, like maybe a chicken quesadilla. <laughs> right. Something that tasted pretty good. <laughs> Worth their time. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe he thought he needed to gain a little bit more weight or something. Oh, I I love you taking the Soto side of this. You're thinking, well, maybe yeah. he's trying to improve the roster, bulk him up. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to stick out, stick up for the husband wife couple. You know. Yeah, yeah. I see. I see. I appreciate that because no one, no one here stands up for them because we were so bad. But yeah. uh, there you go, um, Josh. We ended up scoring 17 runs at Far East in total. Doesn't sound bad. We played like six games. So, I mean, we were putting some runs on the board. But if we had scored all 17 of those runs that we scored the entire season combined and scored them in our very first game against Kadena, we still would have lost by 12 runs. And that is my favorite stat from that team. <laughs> that is the number one most ridiculous thing. Yeah, that is definitely uh, something I want to push out of my mind again after the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't even think about this. Like, I'm, I might be bringing up some trauma because for me, I had to just kind of get over it while I was preparing this. But um, yeah, you know, a little bit of PTSD coming back from baseball 2017. <laughs> it's gonna be all right, Josh. Hang in there. Hang in. There. Um, that, that's all I have on that. So hopefully, hopefully, we're over it. But uh, yeah, we finished 0 and 12. 
and that that was the season. It was pretty crazy though. Like we were fourteen years old, hanging out in a Korea hotel room. Like not a lot of kids can say that. Yeah, definitely not. It was a mm -hmm. once in a lifetime opportunity. I'd say maybe not once in a lifetime for everyone, but I'd say for the vast majority of like high schoolers. Yeah. Uh, they go to an American high school, which I would say we went to, you know, technically mm -hmm. overseas. Um, definitely a good opportunity that we had. Yeah. Were there any other trips you went on in high school that were notable for you? Football trip? Yeah, I went on a couple of the football trips my yeah. junior year. That was my last year of high school. Yeah. And it was it was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah, a lot of good things <laughs> made. Any details? Uh, Come on, we need a story. This is a podcast. It has to be something. <sighs> All right, well. Uh, one that I remember pretty well, so I won't, I won't try to say names. Go ahead. Up to you. Up to you. I'll say, I'll say a couple names. So, okay. Do you remember a guy named? Uh, I want to say it was Keith Roth. Keith. Keith. Rosco? Keith Rasco. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He graduated um, recently. Yeah. Yeah. He's in. He's in Italy now, right? That's Maybe? where he went. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he was a freshman whenever I was a yeah. junior and we were going to i want to say it was Kennedy or asij one of the two and we were in our hotel it wasn't even a hotel it was like one of the towers but it was on like kinnick or you know the base gotcha. and uh basically he was like he started something you know and then <clears throat> he ran out of one of the rooms and just like kept running around into different rooms and then eventually he went back to his room and hid under his bed okay no one knew that and Interesting. We so we went through his whole room, couldn't find him. And then we all just went back to doing what we were doing. We're just like, all right, Keith Roscoe, where is this man? Was, we, were trying to, we were trying to waterboard him. I mean, wait a second. Wait a minute. Like a lighter version of just completely drowning someone through a rag, you know, just like. Okay. Because that's pretty bit. serious torture uh, technique there, Josh. It was. I think it was actually it was Hayden Williamson's uh, choice. I want to say. Mm, actually, so there's the name. There we go. He volunteered to get waterboarded. I do remember that. Like it was yesterday. Oh. He wanted to get waterboarded. And Hayden. We, Hayden Williamson. Yeah. Okay. We were kind of confused. He was like, "I like that." Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we're just like, "All right." Like, we don't know if we want to do this anymore. Like, you you're into this. <laughs> wait a second well, you're, you're not supposed to like this exactly like that makes it less yeah. fun if you're enjoying it yeah um, oh, yeah i know there was that there was another time uh possibly the same trip honestly i don't remember i know one of mm -hmm. my concussion and that was fun you but got I, a concussion I, yeah i did uh, oh wow brain dead I don't remember that like a month what not really but like i was just super dumb for like a month which was did, how did it so how does that feel? Are you like conscious that you are dumb when that's happening? <laughs> are you like aware that you don't know anything or are you just like kind of slow? So I was, it was one of those things where I didn't really realize until after the fact that I was gotcha. just like super slow. Mm -hmm. so they asked me like my name and it's like simple stuff like that. And I was like, I don't know, like <laughs> ask someone else. And they, you know, I look back and I'm like, yeah, that was, that was like not the best moment for me, but, um, we How'd were, that happen? Um, I want to say, I, once again, I want to say it was the Kinnick trip or Kinnick mm -hmm. players. And they played pretty dirty. Not going to lie. I mean, we weren't mm -hmm. one of the best football team, but they played really dirty. And yeah. um, <clears throat> it was like right about half. And my jersey 
I don't remember this, but I guess, you know, play happened. My jersey got ripped down to about my belly button. And I was on the road. I wake up, you know, stand up. I look down, see it's all ripped. And the ref is like, hey, come here. Fixes my jersey. Doesn't ask how it happened. Anything like that. Is there any penalty? No. (laughs) The game just went on. And I was very uh, puzzled and uh, concerned. But I was like, all right, whatever. I'll play. Um, Halftime came around. And I was just, like, freaking shaking. Just red steam coming off of me all this stuff and they're like yeah you're not okay and i was like yeah i am i feel fine and then they sent me wow. to the ER, and then they're like yeah you have a mild concussion i was like mild okay sounds good Jeez. yeah that's why i never played football i just i, I couldn't handle that <laughs> and and there wasn't even a holding call on the play like what's going on here and you were concussed that's a telltale so sign ref is yeah. wrong exactly and here's the thing i been trying to get the film uh hayden peterson if you're watching this i need you to send me the film because i know he has the film um at least i think he does maybe still. all right i'll hit someone up i need to get the film because uh i'm trying to figure out what exactly happened because i don't remember but um i don't know it was a fun trip and then i remember after i got back from the er i had a whole pizza you know as, whole pizza, yeah. as a football player does you know I exactly ate a whole pizza by myself and got on the plane next day and came home. Gotcha. Yeah. That's quite the experience, man. Yeah. You'd, injuries are never fun. So especially yeah. when you're away from home, that not ideal. Yeah. Was, uh, was Bales concerned? Um, so, I mean, he just let me <laughs> off in his class. I don't know. He didn't make me do anything else in his class for like the rest of the year. So I wasn't complaining, but then also mm-hmm. he liked me. So, because I was on his football team, all that stuff, he saw the effort I was putting in. So he took it easy on me. Um, I think a lot of my teachers kind of let me slack off after that for a mm-hmm. while. And um, I don't know how concerned he was. I know his son, Josh, uh, he was a lot more concerned. He was kind of like make, checking up on me every practice. And then yeah. after that, I was just the water boy. So... Oh, no. Because of the concussion? Yeah, so it happened too late in the season, and there was, like, yeah. two games left, maybe. And uh, I wasn't going to be fully recovered in time to play either of them, so I just kind of got stuck out. That's a shame. It's a real shame. Yeah. Uh, Bales would always crack me up. I was talking about this with uh, Skylar Klimek a few few episodes ago, but he'd always be, like, recording all the pep rallies and stuff. Like, he'd show up to the pep rallies with the cell phone, just record the whole thing. Like, I'm, is, is he going to watch this later? Like, is he going to evaluate the tape later on of the pep rally? I don't know. I mean, the man loved watching film, so I wouldn't yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to say he showed me film a lot in class, too. Or not a lot, maybe, but every once in a while, like, at yeah. least once a week. Uh, me and some of the other guys that played football in my class, we would just kind of watch football or like or our film. Yeah. And then, um, you know, be like, oh, that's really cool, sir. You know, I yeah. love to see it, it, coach. Yeah. <laughs> I like water. to imagine, like, he gets home, right? And he has this projector, and then he just rewatches the whole Pat Brelli over again. He's just, and he's like taking notes and he submits that to Miss White. He's like, look, this is where you need to improve. I thought we kind of lost a little bit of the entertainment value around minute 14. Um, <laughs> That's exactly what Bales does. I can see it now. I, that is, I agree. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Those pet probably sucked until I got involved. So, I'm, <laughs> come on. Relax. Junior class president? Junior? I Something had to be done. You made a change. I made a change. Um, 
a, a change, not many changes, but I was involved. I was around. Uh, stuff did happen. I was not able to get Mr. West out of the teaching staff. However, despite my best efforts, Josh, um, not sure how much you remember. I remember him asking my asking me if my mother was hot on the first day of school, and I immediately was taken aback by that. I mean, I'm a freshman in high school, and that's not an appropriate question to ask pretty much anybody ever. So that's that's uh, that was my first taste of the old Westero. Uh, do you have any uh, anecdotes regarding his uh, teaching shenanigans? So I remember, I remember what you're talking about, and I want to say he mentioned <laughs> seeing your mom somewhere, and he kind of brought that up, like, "Isn't your mom hot, or whatever, or is your mom?" You know, and just it's just a him. strange question. Like, was he basing that off of my appearance, or <laughs> did he know her? Has he seen her before? Because there's not a lot of questions. I mean, knowing Mr. West, I wouldn't be surprised by either of the two. <laughs> I don't know which one's worse. Uh, Go ahead. I don't know, but um, his teaching style, um, not the best at all. I don't know. I didn't like it. Uh, I don't, I tried pushing once again, Mr. West out of my brain a lot. Um, I don't remember too much about his teaching. I just know that it wasn't helpful and I don't think I learned really anything out of that class. Yep. Um, I know he made a girl cry on Valentine's Day. Impressive. Yeah. As if girls need any more stress on Valentine's Day. They're already thinking like their crush doesn't like them. They're having so much stress. And then Mr. West is there. Like, it's like about the last person you want to see on Valentine's Day. Well, he was a rat. Like, I mean, he looked, <laughs> he looked like a rat. Yeah, he did. West, not really, because you do. But um, he, yeah, no, I remember he said something about this girl getting a hot date or something and then she like started kind of tearing up he's like or i don't know he said something about a boyfriend or a relationship and i guess mm -hmm. her boyfriend had just broken up with her wow and he made another insensitive comment like um something along the line. i don't know this he doesn't have great timing to say the least yeah and then he had to pull her outside the classroom and like talk to her and be like i'm sorry <laughs> No, and I remember we were reading like this this like comic book novel about um some little girl and like there'd be some curse words in there and the way he would say them with like such passion really mm -hmm. really made me uncomfortable, I have to say. <laughs> like he was really excited to say certain things around the class. Um I, feel like I heard he shows that book just for the cuss words in him. You know, he was oh, like hundred percent. This book is, you know, fifteen pages long, has twenty seven <laughs> cuss words, let's go with that. Let's get to him ASAP. Exactly. That's what he wanted. But I've heard I've heard everything. He ended up getting removed from Kubasaki for one reason or another. I heard he said a slur or like a homophobic statement to a student. And last time I heard he was moved to Camp Humphreys teaching up there. So that's that's uh, upsetting he's still around. But, you know, it happens. It happens. Everyone has a bad teacher here and there. And we just got one of the worst. Yeah. You ended up graduating early from Kubasaki, which was, um, I mean, it's a great accomplishment as always graduating high school, but what, what went to that decision for you to look at a early graduation? Um, I remember getting my, or whenever my dad got his orders to mm -hmm. um, the island, I went up to Miss Ruffin, Miss Ruffin. Sure. And talked to her and she was like, looked at my transcripts, like, yeah, you need three more credits to graduate. And I was like, well, if I go back to stateside school, how many of like my current credits are probably going to like transfer over? She was like, not that many. Like, 
I mean, obviously mm-hmm. enough, but I would probably have to have a stacked like senior year full of classes, and I'm like, that's not that's about not. that. Life. Yeah. So I just um, basically, I guess, laziness mm-hmm. for the coming year. You know, I didn't want to do anything the next year. So I was what like, do you mean? This isn't laziness, Josh. This is efficiency. This is you making the most of your time. Yeah, efficiency to be not as stressed. I guess I'll put it that way. Sure. I didn't, you know, I didn't want to be stressed out. Um. So. I went ahead, took those three classes. It was English 12 and maybe a science or something. And I was good. Mm-hmm. So um, it wasn't too difficult. Like, honestly, I mean, if anyone's watching this in high school, just graduate early, put in the effort. Get it done. Why not? Yeah. Why not? That's the main, that's the main thing. Get on with your life. Get out of high mm-hmm. school. You know. Gotcha. Well, that is, that's a, you bring up a good point that affects a lot of military kids is that whenever they move in high school, like their, their academic records get all jumbled up. So a lot of credits don't transfer. All of a sudden, they're having to take like what you said, a loaded senior year, which in their previous school, they would have been perfectly on pace to graduate. Mm-hmm. So um, that adds so much stress to military kids move. You move somewhere new, and then all of a sudden, you have like all these requirements that you had never even heard of before. Um. Yeah, that's something that's really unfortunate. I, w- I think there's a way to work around that in saying that, hey, if you're on pace, um, we can avoid a, a requirement or two if it means that we're not going to like overload you. Um, so I wish that would happen more often, but that's the reality of it in a lot of cases. Yeah, no, most definitely. And same, <laughs> same with GPAs, because I mean, if you take an AP class and or an honors class, one school might weight that differently than another school. So you go from having like an over a 4.0 to another school sees that as like a three, seven, like you don't know, like stuff like that happens all the time for kids. So, um, I think that whenever you're doing high school, just make sure you're doing your best and things will generally work their way out or graduate early and avoid that mess. Like our friend Josh here. Yes, sir. So Great. I have a question for you real quick. I don't yeah, know. What go you ahead. So whenever you brought up Mr. West, <clears throat> it made me think of another really bad teacher that we both shared freshman year. Go ahead. He's our U S history teacher, not U S history. Our, uh, I know exactly where you're going. Yes, go ahead. Corley? Corley, yes. Corley, yeah. Um, And I do got to say by far, she was the easiest, laziest teacher I've ever had. And I had her two years in a row. I learned nothing out of those two years of history. Not at all. Not at all. She would, we would walk in and there would be an assignment written on the board. And we would just work on that for these classes were 90 minutes, which I think in high school, 90 minutes is just ridiculous. Well, like kids don't have that attention span anymore. And mm-hmm. so it's 90 minutes. We're just doing book work and she'd be at her desk. She'd be falling asleep some days, like literally falling asleep. She'd be like this, like her head starts, her forehead touches her keyboard. I'm like, oh, she's out. Like she is out. To top that, she fell asleep while I was presenting a project that I didn't no have preparation for. It was like a Renaissance project or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I didn't do it. I forgot about it. And so the day of, she was like, oh yeah, feel free to grab books. And like, if any of your work is up there. So I grabbed the first book I saw and I'd presented on that book. And she feels like, as I started my presentation, woke up at the end to all the clapping. (laughs) And she actually like stuck up for me. Like Raina, I don't know if you remember her. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was like sitting in the back of the classroom and she was like, I have a question. You said that he was born in like 1812 and died in 1817. How was he only five years old? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I said this date and this date. And Miss Corley was like, yeah, Raina, like, knock it off. He said, the- 
And I'm like, thank you, Miss Corley. Any other questions? No. Okay, bye. Obviously, she heard that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got a 98. That's a good one. A 98. But, you know, she... I ended up on that final exam. The final exam was just like garbage. It was like an essay we had to write about like something we didn't learn about because we didn't learn anything. And mm-hmm. I ended up getting like a like a C plus on that paper. And I'm pissed, bro, because like she there's no way she graded anything, first of all. Like we would hand in those assignments and they'd just all be hundreds into the grade book because she didn't she didn't look at them. We never saw them again. We never got anything back. Nothing mm-hmm. was graded. She probably just had a student do it. And then my final exam, I get that that score, and I'm like, well, there, there, there's no way. Like, you probably didn't even read it. You probably said eeny, meeny, miny, mo. And I, I go to the school once the semester ended. This is the end of the school year. This is the, the day after the last day of school. A lot of teachers are still around finalizing grades and whatnot. Go to Miss Corley's room. She's gone, bro. She's off on summer vacation hours after the last school year ended. She was wasting no time. I couldn't contact her. It was it was over. I sent her an email, nothing in return, and I was stuck. I ended up getting I ended up getting a B, which is like just annoying because that's should be an easy A class. But yeah, that was that was my first taste of Velma. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, we didn't even <clears throat> me and some of my buddies in that class. Uh, we didn't even write our names on the paper. Exactly. Write <laughs> any answers. We wrote down the questions. No answers. Got a hundred. Yeah. And, I, I think she eventually caught on maybe my like my sophomore year, the second year I had her. You had her again? I did. And it was just as bad, if not mm-hmm. a little worse. And I mean, she finally caught on because she had, I don't know, did she have a TA whenever we were freshman year? I, I don't know. I, like she might have, but I, I never saw anyone in there. I think it was, yeah. Then in my sophomore year or the second year, whenever I mm-hmm. had her, second year in a row. Um, she had a TA like halfway through the school year and that's whenever she finally like started checking stuff and I was like, bro, now she's that's a pain. So had to fix my game up a little bit, but still, if you just wrote some words down and she saw you didn't just write the question, you got a hundred. So, yeah, I think I remember you and like, maybe not specifically you, but people doing that. They'd like write the question and then write the question again as the answer or something oh, like that. <laughs> I did that. I'm not gonna okay. I'm not gonna okay. Okay. One okay. way or another, you know. Yeah, I think I would at least try to write some BS, but man, it, those were annoying assignments, and they were long too because she didn't care as long as we were like not talking. She did um, another like she took away my phone one time from me. Um, I was on my phone because I was getting DMs from someone you might remember, uh, Braylon Pittman. You remember? You remember him? Yeah, he was ten. Yes, older brother. Karen's brother, yeah, super senior, fifth year senior, uh, football player. And he was texting me like threats because he thought I was flirting with his girlfriend during class. And are, is it coming back to you now? Yeah. So he's, he's sending me these texts over DM and I'm freaking out. I'm like, I keep on looking at my phone. I'm like, what is he going to, like, he wants to kick my ass. He wants to do what? And Miss um, Corley comes over, takes the phone away. She's like, you can get it after school. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I had to go to tennis practice and then afterwards go back and then get my phone from the office. And it was just a whole ordeal. But the Braylon thing, um, you were with me one fateful day. I'm not sure if you remember this, but I went out to the parking lot to uh, have a conversation with him, maybe clear some things up about his girl. And he picked me up and threw me like a German suplex from Brock Lesnar right onto the back of my head. And uh, yeah, that was a bad way to get freshman year going. Yeah, no, most definitely. <laughs> I, I think I do remember that now that you bring it back up. I honestly yeah. forgot until now, but I think I do like vaguely remember that. 
Yeah, it was tough. And I, I asked a few of you guys to come out. I didn't I, I didn't know what to expect, and I don't blame you for not intervening. I mean, this guy, like like I said, we were freshmen. He's like this big fifth-year like senior. Like he's 18, 19 years old. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's just a bad day. And I think that was a part um, of that year where I was like, man, I need to... I need to lay a little bit lower here. Like I was getting into a little bit too much. I was talking to too many people. I was getting into some friend circles. They were leading to some bad situations. I'm like, you know what? Let's take some time off. Maybe I shouldn't be meeting people in parking lots during lunchtime. What do you think, Josh? You know, after that track record, I would uh, say no. <laughs> Good assessment. Yeah. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed uh, our time at Kubasaki, despite our horrid teachers that came about. Also had a lot of good ones. Got a shout out. I shout them out all the time. Koya, M, Lundberg, great, great teachers. But um, there's there's some bad apples in there. And I think Dodea specifically kind, kind of bruised them because they get paid a lot of money and it's really hard to get them fired. So they just kind of are on cruise control, soaking in that contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. Most definitely. I remember I had <clears throat> I had Miss Lundberg. Miss Lundberg. I could never say her name right. I think uh, it was my last year. I had her for like yeah. seminar. I had her for something. I don't remember. Um, at least for the first little bit of the school year until they switched us all around. Yeah. But, uh, she was a great, like a great, great teacher. Like mm-hmm. actually pushed me to be better. You know, didn't just take my question and give me a hundred. You know, with no answer. Right. Uh, right. Right. So yeah, I definitely appreciated her class and a couple of the other teachers mm-hmm. that actually I feel like you know helped. But yeah, I think there's just like you get the both sides of it when you're in Dodea school. You're gonna have those teachers who are the best, uh, some of the best in the country, who are gonna push you, and that's what Dodea is looking for. And then you're also gonna have some that may have once upon a time been pretty good, but then they turned into a Miss Corley. You know what happens? It's uh, just a little bit of both. But uh, Josh, that's that's all that's all I got for you today. I really appreciate you coming on the pod. I'm not sure if you have anything else you want to get into, but um, you've, you've been a phenomenal guest. I appreciate it. Um, no, I think I mean you got pretty much all about Kubasaki in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. it was an eventful year. Most definitely. Yeah. Thanks for having me out, though. Uh, I'll definitely keep up to date on your podcast. You know. No, I appreciate that, man. Uh, best of luck with the Air Force. Uh, hope you have a safe trip back to Oklahoma. Not that far. But uh, yeah, just progressing forward. Love to keep keep me up to date. And I'm sure we'll have you on the podcast again at some point. And uh, follow your career and, you know, try and keep in touch with a lot of goopy kids. That's what I like to do here on the Shannon Show. Yeah. But uh, thank you again, Josh. And thank you, everyone, for watching. I'll be back next week. Like I said, trying to get back on a regular schedule. And make sure you subscribe and all that fun stuff. Who cares? All right. See you, Josh. Appreciate you. See you, Shannon.